Okay, so last week I'm I'm quickly gonna recap some of the things that we talked about. Okay, so we talked about parent parenting. We started off giving tools, talking about successful parenting. You know, I said parenting should provide certain things. I said security, direction, development, attention, right, identity, stability, and affirmation. Because parenting is training. We said last week that is training. So absolutely, it should provide security. When you have security, that's a peace of mind that you have. It's, it's a safety that you have. It's certain thoughts that you don't have to think about or you, you don't have to think right when you have security when you are secure there's a peace that comes with secure security and i would even tie that in with stability wherever there's security where you can provide security and stability that's a great place to be and so if we need that as adults and as a whole as human beings you know children definitely need that they definitely need security you don't want them to be worrying about if I'm going to get the right attention, if I'm going to have some food to eat, if I'm going to have somewhere to live, am I going to have somewhere to stay? You know, those type of things. That's not that's not going to bode well for a child. That's not going to have them in a healthy place, in a healthy mindset or anything like that. If you can hear me clearly, if you're watching and you can hear hear me clearly, give me a thumbs up in the comments. Give me some hearts, likes. Let me know that you can hear and everything is going good. Right. So, yeah, security. We talked about direction as parents. We need to direct our children. We need to, to guide them and, and push them in the direction that they should go. I know it's it may be an unpopular opinion today. But I'm not of the belief or the persuasion that you let children decide who they want to be, what they want to do, you know, all of this other stuff. Even even sex, how they how they identify to each. I'm going to say this to each is his own. But as for me and my house, I'm a Christian man. I believe in God. I love God. And I'm only going to do anything by his word as a matter of fact whatever you hear on murphy's law is is founded is is in the bible It's based on god's word that's the foundation of everything that i speak of right every tool every key so i'm not of the persuasion that you let children decide who they want to be and what they're going to do i think it is important to have discussion and hear them out and and give them a chance to to dream and to think and to to vocalize I, I believe in all of that but ultimately we should have enough revelation of who this child is and which way they should go and offer them that direction not them coming and tell me what they're going to do what they want to do and again it may be an unpopular opinion but that's my belief that's what i'm sticking to you know so they need direction they a six, seven year old who knows nothing about life, who has no experiences, can't tell anybody, you know, what they're going to do. And they're thinking about right now. They don't even they're not even mature enough to think about the future. Right. So security, direction, development. Absolutely. That's very, very key in development, emotional development. We must teach our children how to handle their emotions how to you know when is an appropriate time to cry it's it's okay to cry but you don't need to cry all the time because that can become a manipulation tool or when to be upset or how to be upset how to ex you can be upset without throwing a temper tantrum without throwing yourself on the floor without doing all kind of crazy stuff without screaming at the, the top of your lungs so you know development development has a lot to we should be developing them we should be telling them uh 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 you don't speak like that you don't speak in that tone you don't scream at that person even if you're upset or if you're happy you don't have to be extremely loud you don't the whole world don't have to hear you because you're happy and having a good time 
So these type of emotional developments, uh, social, their, their ability to be social and how to interact with other children, other people, all of that is important. Attention, right? They need attention. In their training, they should get attention. Parenting should provide attention, the right attention, the right attention. So we can't get so caught up in our job or so caught up in all of the other things that we have to do as grownups and adults and parents that we don't give our children the pop proper attention. So if you have to create a schedule, carve out set time, a specific time, because you may be really busy, you have a lot of aspects to you you know you're uh you may have a job and then you're a business owner and then you have friends and you have your family and a whole bunch of stuff going on that but the children should not suffer and so they should get the right attention and they should be the priority identity that's another thing we talked about we should give them identity who they are who they aren't and who you are comes with the uh, uh an uh, appropriate behavior right who you are comes with hey this is how you act because of who you are this is how you speak this is how you carry yourself this is what you're not gonna do Th even this is where you shouldn't go where you're not gonna go that doesn't accommodate you that doesn't accommodate your identity you can't send your children or have them be everywhere, be a part of every environment. You know, some things don't accommodate who they are. So that's important. We already talked about stability and affirmation. This is the last one I'm going to mention tonight. Again, you can go back and watch the podcast. You can see it on, uh, watch it, on, listen to it on Spotify. I'm sorry. And you can watch it on YouTube. It's on Google Podcasts also right here on Facebook Live, the, the Murphy's Law Facebook live page you can see it also so affirmation is very 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 important to give children affirmation think about yourself and what affirmation does for you or the lack of affirmation and all of these are interconnected all of these tools because again affirmation brings security when you are affirmed you feel secure in what you're doing and who you are how you're doing it so affirmation is very important for children, knowing and knowing when to affirm them. OK, and you only want to affirm them in progressive behaviors, in right behaviors, not in things that are inappropriate. You don't want to do that. They say something disrespectful and you laugh because it's funny or you don't want to give them that type of affirmation. OK, so so this tonight we're going to go further we're going to talk about some more things from from successful co-parenting. I saw the comments. Some of the comments last week were amazing. And I really love that you guys were interacting that way. Good night to all of you who are joining. You're just joining. Welcome to Murphy's Law podcast. Tonight, we are going further. Phase two of our discussion, successful co-parenting, keeping the main thing, the main thing. If you haven't shared the video, please share it. Please share it. I'm going to say it one more time. Please share it. All right. So last week I, I spoke about some different aspects of co-parenting. We talked about parents that are in the home, married, they're in the home. We talked about grandparents, aunts, uncles, so on, godparents. We, we spoke about that. I want to go to now parents that are living separately. Now, I talked about this on a very light scale i didn't go too in depth but i'm gonna go a little bit more in depth when you are co-parenting from separate homes the mom and the mom and the dad were possibly once married or once in a relationship a romantic relationship and now they aren't and so mom is living at one home dad is living at one home i said and and we established that it's really important to create the same environment a a consistent environment for the child everywhere they go and that still stands what happens when you are married let's take a married couple now you separate now you get divorced or mommy and daddy was together they were in love 
maybe not have been married, but now we don't live together anymore. Mommy and daddy don't live together anymore. They're not together anymore. And now we're we're living in two separate homes. What type of discussions now do we need to have with the children? I spoke last week about not only communicating as parents, but communicating with the children also. And that's a very important key. When you have when you are now in a situation where the home is broken or the marriage is broken. Yeah, the home is broken because it's not the way that it should be. Mom is over there. Dad is over there is one way. Now you have to talk to the children in very specific aspects. Ask them how they feel about it. Ask them, you know, what's going on with them. Because a lot of times what can happen if you don't address that with the children, they can think they'll walk away thinking that, you know, they had something to do with it. It was their fault. They did something wrong. Mommy and daddy are not together anymore because I came along because we came along. And we as parents, we know that's not the case most of the times. Right. That's not the case. It has nothing to do with the children. We love the children. We care for them. We want the best for them. Right. In most cases, in a lot of cases. But they walk away thinking that they had something to do with it. I did something wrong. And I'll I'll use my own life as an example. You know, I was married. I am now divorced. And I found that I had to be very watchful of my children, my sons and moods that they were in, even certain comments that they make to make sure that, okay, let me talk to them about this. Let me let me let me sit down and have a heart to heart, as we would call it. Right. Or some people would call it a heart to heart discussion or a heavy discussion. And these are things that I've had to do. Was it emotional? Oh, absolutely. It was. Did I was I so happy to do it? No, I wasn't happy to do it. But I what was most important to me was that these children are their best emotionally, mentally, physically, that they are at their best. And if it may be hard for you as the parent to talk about it because you may not have gotten over the breakup of the marriage or whatever, that's something that you have to get over. And I'm not trying to be insensitive by saying that, but. That's something you have to get over and make sure that these children are fine. Make sure that these children understand that, hey, this didn't happen because of you. And they'll have questions. They'll have difficult questions. When I had have had to have talks like this with my sons, they've asked me the, the, some very tough questions. Daddy, why did you and mommy get a divorce? Daddy, did you not want to be married anymore? Did mommy not want to be married anymore? Did it could it not work anymore? They're going to ask you tough questions. And my advice to you, my suggestion suggestion to you is don't lie. Don't lie. Don't dismiss it. But be honest with them. Be wise about how you are you know, communicating the information they're asking. You don't want to sound like you're blaming the other parent. You don't want to sound like you are, you know, sound like any hatred or or anything dishonorable to the other parent, but be honest. And I had to be very honest with my children. And that was the that was the only way that I could help them come through the emotion in a healthy way and get to a place where, they are there. They are healed from whatever they're feeling. You know, so, hey, listen, my sons thought that my divorce had something to do with them. They thought that they did something wrong. They thought that we were mommy and daddy weren't married anymore because of the twins fault. And that was absolutely not the case. And if I had not 
initiated that conversation, had I not been paying attention to what they're saying and even their attitudes, their mannerisms, then that's something that they could possibly have gone into their teenage years with and even into their adult years. And I never know because I wasn't aware enough to sit down and communicate with them about this family unit that's now broken. That's not what it used to be. And so they'll share, the children will share with you their heart. If you provide the, the, that environment for them to speak and to be open, they'll tell you exactly what's going on. And I, I don't care how tough it is for you as a parent, because I know we love our children, right? But it's so necessary. It's absolutely necessary to have those conversations. It brings, it brings healing. So let's talk to the let's communicate with the children and let's have those tough conversations. And hey, if you're a father, cry if you have to cry. If you're a mother, cry if you have to cry. Those are the environments for that. These environments build trust. These environment create security. These environments are even training for the children themselves how to communicate properly, how to, to express their emotions in a mature way, in a, proper, in, in a proper way. So have those conversations. If you've never had it before, if you're in a situation where you were either married and are now divorced or you are living in separate homes, please have that conversation with the children. And you are going to find out some things that you never thought a seven-year-old, an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old could feel or could think. But they'll, if you create the environment, that safe, secure environment, I promise you, you'll find out some amazing things and it will bring healing even in a broken situation. We understand that life happens. And when I, what I mean by that is it doesn't, things don't always happen perfectly. It doesn't always go the way that we want or even the way that it should. Right. That's the reality of life. Why? People have choices. They can make their own decisions. And so sometimes you, you have to ad adapt and adjust. If you channel through the proper emotions, be transparent, be vulnerable in the right ways with your children, you all can be healthy, even in an imperfect situation, even in a broken family. Okay, so let's do that. Another key, I think this is so amazing. This is so profound. And I think every step parent, okay, what we call step parent. I think this is a amazing thing to do that I'm going to mention next. I think it's a, a great thing to the step parents to have a conversation or a meeting with the biological parent. So if I am the stepfather to my now fiance or now wife, daughter, right? Let me go. Let's set up a meeting where all the parents are having a conversation together. Because, again, we're thinking about establishing a great environment for the children. And so they need to see that unity. They need to to know that they don't have to feel like they're they're picking between this family over here and that family over there. But it's a family unit. Again, co-parenting, parenting. It's all about the children. That's who it's about. So I think it's great to, to if you can, if you if you can and you have the ability to sit down and have those conversations, say, hey, I'm you all are the parents as a step parent. I'm going to come in and say, hey, you all are the parents. You have you know, you guys are the lead. I'm coming in now. I want to support what you have going on as long as it's right for the children. OK, not any crazy stuff, but I want to support what you have going on. Talk about things like discipline in the child. 
do do you know where where do you stand on that what uh share you talk about your your what you believe in disciplining some parents only believe in timeout some believe in whooping tail or or you know giving a beating as they would say in the islands of jamaica and the caribbean and the surrounding islands getting a beating so talk about that discuss those things all right I think that's a tremendous way to create a solid environment. Hey, if you have any questions while you're watching, go ahead, type your, your questions in. I can see your comments. I would absolutely respond to them if you have any, okay, at the proper time. But put them in. But I see your comments. Thank you so much. All right, next key. And then I have a a special guest guys i know you didn't know that but i have a special guest it's a surprise special guest i have tonight and i wasn't going to tell you because i wanted to surprise you but here it is parents when you are now divorced or separated do not make the child who or the children they're not your spouse Okay, little boys do not moms, they don't become the man of the house. That that that's putting them in the wrong mindset. That's putting them in a position that they're really not ready for and in a mindset that they shouldn't be in. So, it's not your spouse, it's not your husband, it's still your child. I get it. You you are dealing with what you're dealing with as a parent and the emotions and all of that but you cannot now put inappropriate burdens on the child don't do that no so don't say things like well you the man of the house now no they are not then when you you don't when they when they don't listen to you and you're wondering why this boy don't listen or why whoever don't listen this child don't listen you telling them they the man of the house, that they run stuff. They don't run anything. You run them. As long as they're children, you run them and not the other way around. So don't put inappropriate burdens on your children. Don't say things like that. Um, you know, don't do that. Don't do that to them. That's not good for their development and their growth. You are putting them ahead of where they should be. So let them grow according to their maturity, their age, and what they should handle. All right? Perfect. And uh, I also suggest family counseling. I am a, a, I am a proponent, is that the word? For family counseling. I am all for family counseling. There's nothing wrong with you nothing wrong with your family for going to get counseling there is safety in counseling counseling provides healing pro counseling provides perspective it provides tools that can help your family grow that can help your family heal so i definitely say hey raise your hand and say yeah go for counseling go get counseling Family counseling is key. All right. So this last one I'm going to give you before I bring on my guest is very, 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 very important. As all the others are, but this is important. Also, parents, this is for you. And I'm speaking directly to moms, dads, fathers, mothers, self care you have to take care of yourself i'm gonna say it again self care type that in the comments self care wherever you are listening to this again this is the murphy's law podcast self care parents you have to take care of you you gotta take care of you if listen if you're beat down emotionally if you are beat down physically if you are beat down mentally what good are you going to be to the children 
how how are you going to parent them? How are you going to provide security? How are you going to provide all the things that you should? So self-care. Question, what does self-care look like for you? What is that? What is self-care? Is that a trip somewhere to a beach somewhere? Is that what self-care looks like to you? Think about that. Now, I would say that self-care should be anything that's going to have you in peak condition mentally physically emotionally right psychologically the things that bring you at your peak where you're functioning at your maximum level that's self-care so rest self-care counseling self-care all of these things reading Self learning about parenting. You don't know everything. So self-care is very, very important. If you're not okay, how are you going to take care of the children? And so this is something that I had to learn a few years ago, probably two two years ago, I would say, when I was in the midst of being separated and heading towards divorce. And I mean, I was a mess emotionally i was a mess i couldn't eat i wasn't eating i i didn't sleep much i was just a mess and i wasn't in the best position to be the father that i could have been and should have been doesn't mean i was a bad father doesn't mean that i was a horrible father but there were areas that i was lacking in because i, I wasn't taking care of myself okay so self-care all right everybody listen she's here she is here everybody give a round of applause for my mother helen murphy she's looking so beautiful and i mean welcome mommy welcome thank you thank you for having me it's good to have you here thank you for being a special guest here on the murphy's law podcast uh, you know if I knew you were going to be looking this good, I would have done something else. No, you're fine. I'm you're fine. fine. Okay. Yes, you're fine. Okay. You're fine. So <laughs> I'm sure everybody is happy to see you. I'm happy that you're here with me. I think that you are one of the, I'll say this in front of everybody. I think that you are the best mom in the world. Thank you you've for been saying a, that. Yeah, you've been a tremendous mother to me and my siblings. And we love you. And let me tell you all, she's an amazing cook, amongst other things. But Nana's Delight, I'm telling you, if you've, if you've never had Nana's Delight, you want to have some Nana's Delight. So I, I get spoiled in that way. Yes, That luxury, I, I'm telling you. And all so, of you. Yeah, we do. All of yes. us do. And I thank God all for that. You. So you're here with us. You want to tell the people good night? Tell them hello. Tell them. Was this Radio Land? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they're watching you too, yeah. But it is Radio Land. Yeah, good so night, speak. everyone, and thank you for coming in and watching Murphy's Law. We're gonna have a great time tonight, as um, Stephane said that he he already told you my name. It's Helen Murphy, and affectionately known as Nana. Everybody calls me Nana. So, um, yeah, that's it. All right. So, welcome. Welcome, Mommy. Welcome, Nana. So, I, I, we're talking about co-parenting, and I thought it was so amazing for us to have another phase or aspect of this discussion. Right. And I've, I've, up to this point, I've been talking about co-parenting in the aspect of little children, right? But once you're a parent, you're a parent forever. Right? Forever. Yeah, I'm 36 years old, and you're still my mom. <laughs> it's not going to change. Right. You're going <laughs> to be my mom forever. And so there's, even though you don't parent in the same way, you're still my mother, and there's still a role that you play in my life. There's still things that I am going to get from you. You're going to be mom forever. Yes. You know, dad is going to be dad forever. Once we're parents, we're parents forever. That's how it's going to be. One of the amazing things that I can say is when I was married mm -hmm. you never 
try to overstep your boundaries or you never try to get involved in an inappropriate way in my marriage. You never tried to s- tell me anything negative about my, my then wife or, you know, what we're doing, what we're not doing. You were always respectful of what how we let you in. If we asked you something, you you said it. You were always respectful. And I find that many people don't have that luxury because parents at you know, when their children grow up and get married, they still want to be involved in a way that they shouldn't. And I think that it was tremendous that you didn't do that. What was the mindset that you had? What was it that made you say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to be that way towards him and his wife and his marriage. Okay. I believe that after you get to a certain age, you know, in life, you ought to be responsible for yourself. Okay, I never thought that, well, then it's, it was my responsibility to interfere in a negative way whatsoever in, in, in the relationship, in the marriage, mm-hmm. you know. I thought that, well, you know, I had to respect you for your position, and I had to respect her for her position as well, you know. So I, I didn't believe, I don't believe that, you know, parents should get in so intricately involved in their children's marriage right of course they can give suggestions you know they can make suggestions and stuff like that you know it's up to the sons or the daughters to take that suggestion right you know absolutely and and work with it you know of course you know you give suggestions that are important that you know you can work with you can you you can change things around you know you can your behavior you can change your behavior right. towards you know each other and stuff like that but no i don't believe that i m- should get involved you know things that i see things and it doesn't mean that i was pleased with things or i i appreciated some things that i saw i, wow. I surely did not but i don't think it was my place you know or even if i you know, come and I would say to you, you know, I don't think, you know, I, I like to be fair and, mm. and just, you know, so I'm not going to cover you when you're wrong. Right. If you're wrong, I'm going to tell you that, you know, you, you were wrong to say that or to do right. that or to behave that way, you know, and um, likewise, I would do that to, to your wife as well. I would, you know, tell her the same thing as a mother. In a, in, a, in a mother's position, you know, I would tell her the same thing. You know, you can't treat your husband like that, or you can't say that to you. It's not wise to say that to your husband, right. you know. You have to remember, we all have feelings, you know. Yes, sir. So oh. thank you. Thank you. I, that you're was a, a tremendous response. You, and you're right, you've never yet said to me, if I was wrong, you didn't clap your hands at me if I was wrong. You told me when I was wrong. You told me, or if I was doing something great, you affirmed me. Even in my, uh, even in my adult years, right? I remember when the twins were just born, and you sat me down one day. And you say, you know, I think it's so amazing that you are so involved with the children because you would see me change their diapers all the time, and mm-hmm. I was there. I was very involved. I was hands on. It didn't matter. Poop all of that I was involved and that stood out so much to me even though I was I had my own wife I had my own children now children family but your affirmation still mattered, and I remember that to this day because I thought that I was doing this is what I'm supposed to do I really wasn't thinking anything of it until you said that and it felt really good and I wanted to highlight that and bring that up because Again, I I spoke about earlier affirmation and how important affirmation is. Yeah. And, you know, the reason for that is because some some husbands, you know, they believe that, well, then it's just the wife's duty to change the diaper or to feed the baby or to get up when the baby cries or, you know, wake up in the night. And, and it, but no, it's a shared thing. You know, you have to share, you have to share the responsibility, right. you know, you have to take 
part as well, you know, so you can become, you uh, you can understand what your wife goes through when, you know, carrying babies for nine months and mm -hmm. especially twins, that's no joke. Right. You know? So yes, when I when I saw that, you know, it made my heart felt good as well because it, it it tells me that I did something right. Wow. So it was really about you. Oh <laughs> <laughs> not altogether. Right. No, absolutely. But I, I really thank you for that. Uh for being the mother that you were. You never made us feel uncomfortable or made it hard to be married you never even made me feel like i had to choose between my mother or my wife you those type of ultimatums because i've known people that that are in this, this those situations like it's gonna either be her or me and you never did that and i don't think that that's appropriate where a mother should say well it's either the wife or me what do you think about that well i am i go with the god of the bible okay all right <laughs> all right and what the bible says you have to leave your mother leave and cleave right absolutely right? okay so there you go okay. i have i dropped the mic okay well, I nothing more to say all right drop the <laughs> mic then mommy okay all right mommy i see leave you dropping the cleave. mic so, you know, why would I want to, you know, it's it's not fair. It's not right. Okay. It's not right. You don't, I don't, wouldn't, I wouldn't want any of my sons or even my daughter to decide or have that headache of deciding, oh, oh, you know, I have to choose my mother over my husband or, you know, I want to choose my wife over my mother or no, no, yeah. no, no, no. We as mothers, we have done our part. In, in bringing up our children. So we have to now let them go and allow them now to face life on their own and to bring up their own family, you know, in, 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 in the way that, that... That you established. The, that was established. Right. You know, so that's, that's basically how I feel about that. Okay, thank you. I think everything you've said so so far has been tremendous i'm so happy that you decided to come and join me on the on the podcast i'm really happy about it i'm happy to be here as well so i made you a grandmother well i wasn't the first because marcia my older sister she did but yeah. you became a grandmother it's very different from from being a mother you i see you respect my siblings me how we parent, how we, you know, whatever we say goes. Yes. If we say this is what it is, then that's what it is. What What is that like for you? Okay. Um, as I said before, I have to allow you to be the man, to be the father, to be the husband. So you have to take your, you have to choose your path of bringing up your children you know, your family in the way that you see fit, okay? For me as a grandmother, um, of course there are times when I, I feel that, well, then, you you know, a heavy hand might come down on, on the children, mm -hmm. but it's not in my place to, to run and, 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 and say, oh, no, I would rather take you to the side right. after... You know, and I would say to you, you know, I mean, oh, you didn't have to be so hard or so harsh. You know, you could have done this or you could have done done it this way or that way. You know, you could have done it like that. But, you know, so the next time. But I'm not going to do that in front of your children for your children to see that. I'm right. not going to do that. You know, so, um, yes, there are times when you might come down a little hard. But I don't think I should get into that because... I want to allow you, you know, to bring your children up in the right way. Right way, and absolutely. That's the way you believe. Is mm -hmm. I, I cannot contradict that. Right. You know, I, I will not. I refuse to. As I said, I will say something to you on the side, you know, uh, well, how I feel, how I think, you know, you could have handled it this way or that way. doesn't mean that you're going to handle it that way or my way. Right. You know, you're still going to do it the way you, you know, believe you ought to do it. Absolutely. Thank you. 
again, I want people to see, I want them to be able to see that parenting still extends even past us being children. Me, myself, being a child. Yes, I'm an adult now, uh, but again, you know, you're still my mother. And there's so much wisdom there that I can gain from you that there's that things that I'm probably still to this point have not experienced, yes, you know, because you're still ahead of me. So parenting doesn't end when I become a, an adult now because your mom now our relation that parent relationship becomes totally annihilated. No, there's still honor that must be given. There's still yes. wisdom there. Yes. And as you said, you absolutely know how to respect now that I have my own family and things like that, because you raised me. That was the whole point of the, the training that you gave me. We've right. talked about how when we're talking about parenting is being futuristic. So yes. we're pre you're preparing us. You're getting us ready to be to, uh, and to live life and to do life and have our families without you having to Interfere. baby us. Right. right. So absolutely. Uh, I think that today's society we parenting has become not so important anymore is very laxed i don't you know i don't i'm not pleased with a lot of what i see with your graced age right and because of the things that you've seen the the 90s the 2000s the 80s uh, you've seen a lot you've experienced a lot mm -hmm. what would you say or what what can you say something to the audience that's watching and listening to help them this generation today, these young men and young women you see about parenting, about, uh, you know, the mindset that they should should have? Is there anything you see, number one, that grieves your heart? And then, you know, how would you give them some godly advice, some some wisdom? OK, I see so many things that makes me want to scream from time to time especially the way how maybe the younger generation there you know young people are having young babies are having babies unfortunately but you know the way how majority i i would i don't think it's all of them because there are some young people who we would say have their heads on their bodies right you know so and they will do the right but you know there are those of young people who, oh, they they need Jesus. Okay, I agree. Because the path that they are taking, and they're not allowing the children to be children. You know, I, I earlier you said that you, d you don't give the children um, responsibilities. Allow them to be children. Let them grow up. Don't, don't let them think that well and okay, daddy's not there or they're the man of the house right. or, you know, don't, don't do that. Allow the children to be children, you know, train them up. The, the word says you have to train them in the way that they should, they should go. And then when they're old, they will not depart. Right. You know, so you have to train your children okay say for instance you you yourself didn't get any training from a christian home or a christian perspective it doesn't necessarily mean that because you weren't brought up that way you cannot you know come into you know you can learn you yeah. can you know there are parenting training yeah, skills there are a lot of stuff that you can you can read. There are books you can read. So many things that you can tap into. Nowadays, when you go on YouTube, you you find so many things. Maybe maybe that's not even a good example. Well, YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know. But you know. But there are so many examples of good stuff. Right. That can be found. You know, and. You have you you have your you, you get into a church right find yourself into a church yeah. find a, a leader you know where where they can lead you and 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 guide you right so you know those are some of the things that you know can be done for the younger generation okay that are having children tremendous I I hope you all hear and see why me and my siblings are the way that we are. We were raised in a very established home and with a woman that didn't play 
any games whatsoever i'm telling you so she didn't play any games we don't play any games and i think that that's very very important i'm gonna ask you one more question before we go is that all right sure any questions my final question to you is in our family in in growing up you also went through separation yeah. You also, we as children, my brother, sister, we experienced being in separate homes. Dad was one place. Mom was one place. One thing I've never heard you do in my 36 years of living, I've never heard you speak negatively about my father through everything. You, I've never heard you say one negative word. And I want to actually applaud you and say thank you for doing that in front of the world and for the millions that may listen to this. Thank you for doing that. But you never yet said one negative word. I see so many and know of so many circumstances where the relationship becomes difficult and the mother or the father speaks ill of the other parent to the child. What was it that made you say, you know, I'm never going to do this. I'm not going to do that. It's the God in me. That's all I can say. It's the God in me. I don't. I don't believe that I should. You know, undermine. Um, it's your father. You know why would I? It, it's it's affecting you. It would affect you, your brother. Right. If I should speak negatively about him to you, it's gonna make you see him in a different way. And, right. You know treat him differently and i didn't i didn't want that you know i i really didn't want that i wanted you to all have respect for him regardless we were you know about our separate ways yeah you know i wanted you to maintain that respect so it was not a, in me it was not a part of me to do anything like that yes yeah. to, to speak negatively in any way or to say anything negative. No. I don't think that's not right. Right. It's not right. Absolutely. I love you. Did I tell you that today? Not today. You okay. just told me. Oh, I love you. I love you too. Thank you for coming <laughs> on, Mommy. Thank you. I appreciate it so much. Everything that you have given and have shared is so amazing. I want to have you back again on the Murphy's Law Pad podcast if you would come back, would you? Sure, I would. Okay. I would. I would I would love I would love love for that to happen. I think you're a tremendous mom, you are. I think you're an amazing grandmother, a wonderful sister. Uh there's so much wisdom in you and I wanted the world to see, you know, an example of hey, I'm 36, I still honor my mother there she still has influence the right influence on my life she's not trying to over be overbearing and be inappropriate she's a godly woman she's a godly mother and many people don't have this example believe it or not That's or true. or so yeah many people don't and so i wanted the world to be able to see that i wanted you to be able to share your wisdom and i definitely want you to come back again and be with us blessings to every single person that's watching i see your comments i love all of you look let's apply wisdom at gmail.com that is the email if you want to email us and say hey thank you for what you're doing or can you talk about this particular subject or topic or if you have questions or if you if you need someone to pray for you okay yeah. I'm a this is a podcast, but I'm a man of prayer. I believe in prayer. I'm a godly man. So you're going to hear that all in through this podcast. OK, and I make no apologies about it. And I hope that you don't either. OK, I love you all. Thank you for tuning in. A round of applause to our special guest tonight who will be back. Helen Murphy, <laughs> Nana, as we so affectionately call her a wonderful woman. I think that. Tonight, and whenever you come on, women all over are going to be so inspired. Great. I think you have that type of influence. I'm pretty sure you have that type of influence. Absolutely. So, listen, if I you've watched tonight, huh? 
Have me every time. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're going to be my co-host. <laughs> if you if you watch, you've been blessed tonight. The cash app is Money Sign Murphy's Law Podcast. If you want to give, if you want to say, hey, thank you for blessing me. Thank you for blessing my family. You help me as a parent or you help me as a human being. There, it is dollar sign Murphy's Law Podcast. Okay. Money Sign murphy's law podcast that's the cash app you can definitely send any gifts you want to send there you can email us at letsapplywisdom.com we're getting ready to get out of here thank you again for all of you that tuned in share it go follow the page on facebook we're on instagram also murphy's law podcast definitely we are on youtube okay the murphy's law podcast channel you can go and subscribe and then on spotify you can you can go back and listen to the podcast. Google podcast is there. Thank you so much, everybody. I really, really appreciate the fact that you all spend this time with me so that we can apply wisdom. As I get out of here, let's pray for the nations of Cuba and Haiti. Yes. Uh, you know, let's not be selfish. Yeah, we're good in the United States to an extent. But let's remember those that are experiencing difficulties, experiencing chaotic times. I would ask you, as I'm going to, you know, pray for those nations. Pray for pray for the people in Cuba. Pray for the people in Haiti. It's amazing what's going on. Pray for their families. There are some people who are living in the States and they still have families back home in Cuba or back in Cuba or back mm -hmm. in Haiti. That has to be difficult for them. That has to bring stress and worry and some level of anxiety even. And so let's pray for them. Let's not only pray for ourselves. All right. Co-parenting, keeping the main thing, the, the main, main thing. thing. It's about the children. Yes. All right. It's not about you and all your craziness. Make sure you get some self-care. Make sure you communicate. All right. Make sure you create an environment that's stable for the children. You run them. They don't run you. You that's should right. give them direction. They shouldn't give you direction. That's All right. right. Let's apply wisdom. Let's this apply. has been Murphy's Law. I can't wait to see you all again. You all have a wonderful night. Bye.